the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I say high drama day, but I don't want to be too dramatic about it. But lots going on at in Washington, D.C. today at the Kavanaugh hearing. The Kavanaugh hearing? I don't know. Can it just go away? Can it just go away? Accuser Christine Blasey Ford testifying today before the Senate in a historic hearing over sexual assault allegations. Um, it's so important that we have uncomfortable conversations. But, man, are they uncomfortable at times. Just the drama involved. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can most certainly talk about money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Um, <clears throat> big week this week on Facebook and Instagram, right? A couple of the founders of Instagram left. They've, I'm not gonna, from all of the business insight, they haven't been happy. It's almost as if they sold their company too soon and at too low valuation, or that Facebook immediately said, we're going to do X, and they started doing Y. But that's really, really out there this week. Drop the the. Just final reading on second quarter GDP confirmed to 4.2% reading. Holy mackerel. Now, the problem with that is it's also a year where we're going to track up a trillion dollars in debt. It's not the, it's not the same thing to say you earned a trillion dollars if you write yourself a check for a trillion dollars. But we've stimulated ourselves into a 4.2% GDP growth rate, and that's the fastest in over four years. And it deep into an, a recovery, deep into an economic cycle, that's pretty strong. AMD and NVIDIA in news today. Learn the news today. President Donald Trump's 10% tariff on Chinese goods is going to hit AMD and NVIDIA. So we're starting to see more and more what's happening. ATI has a graphics card called the Radeon. And ATI is kind of a division of AMD, or maybe it's just the AMD one. And they also make motherboards and things like that. And these goods that are manufactured in China are going to get hit with a 10% tariff now, but a 25% tariff in January. And I guess that goes back to what do we expect that's going to happen in the elections? Um, and when does it start hurting the economy where we're not seeing that 4.2% GDP growth? And we're seeing something else instead. And maybe that's what, maybe that's the breaking point where America says, enough, enough on the tariffs. Um, but when you're at 4.2%, I'm not going to say you can get away with murder, but you could probably get away with murder. Um, 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Pending home sales fell 1.2% in August. This has become a bit of a trend. So-called pending home sales, their end contract, fell 1.2%. 
Sales were down 2.3% versus August of 2017, but on a month-to-month basis, 1.2%. That's the fourth monthly decline in the past five and the slowest sales pace since January. Sales dropped a whopping, or is it a whooping, 11.3% annually in the West. Now, I live in the West, pending home sales. That's where some of the home prices are the most expensive, the West. Sales have been hampered all year by very lean supply of affordable listings. Inventories did rise slightly in August, but there's still little precious demand at the entry level. Not demand, <clears throat> inventory. Having a bad day. I snapped my uh, three-day, <clears throat> I snapped my three-day insomnia run that I had. Pitting home sales dropped 5.9% in the West, month to month, 5.9%. And again, the I think that real estate is kind of local, local, local. And if you take a look at where companies like Amazon are hiring people, it's in the southeast right now. Um, you can't say that with all you know the confidence in the world and say done, but that's kind of what we're seeing. Elsewhere out there, as far as top stories of the day, Amazon just opened a new store that sells items from its website. Huh? <laughs> Isn't this the company that put Borders out of business essentially? And made, didn't make them, but ultimately caused the started the implosion of the mall. So Amazon opened a new store that's unlike the company's done any before. It's a New York Soho neighborhood. It's known as an Amazon Four Star. It sells what the e-commerce giant considers to be some of the most popular, best-rated merchandise on its website. The store is no longer, uh, you know, the whole real estate angle is brick and mortar, right? So it's a real estate deal. You open a location in Soho, and you're saying, I'm investing in malls, or I'm investing in stores. And they've done that, of course, with Whole Foods. And they're trying to gradually roll out their cashier-less convenience stores. But you know, if you need a Triceratops taco holder, or books, or board games, Alexa-enabled devices, you can now walk into a Soho store called the Amazon Four Star, I'm not sure how I feel about the name, but it's out there. 800-516-1220 in each call is on the air. More U.S. corporate giants are warning the tariffs equal price hikes. That's the damnation, right? It's the game of you know playing poker with the devil. And in no way, shape, or form am I trying to say China's the devil. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Don't get me in trouble. But when you start playing this poker game with higher tariffs and we're going to win, you're going to lose, um, corporations don't have to say, we're going to take less money. You know, just because we're paying more tax on it and we're going to you know, give it away cheaper or at the same price. Uh-uh. So a growing number of iconic American companies are warning the president that uh, his tariffs on U.S. imports are raising cost their goods. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said that they're hearing from businesses about forthcoming higher cost, i.e. inflationary issues. And not inflation from demand, inflation from taxes. Whether it be Ford or Walmart or Procter & Gamble. It's kind of a wide, a wide swath, right? One inch deep and six miles wide. Uh, or You get the idea. Six feet wide, whatever you want to say. Anyhow... Elsewhere in the business news of the day, new orders for key U.S.-made capital goods dropped in August. So we're starting to see some data. A little weaker housing, 
little weaker autos, higher interest rates, more taxes on goods. If you were to say, let's create a party that's tax-friendly or not, uh, or business-friendly, you'd add the tax cuts in as positive. But the higher tariffs, a little more inflation on costs, a little less demand in cars and homes. Um, if I'm not buying a new home, you know, you know what it's like when you buy a new home. It costs big dollars to you know to stock it full of goods, right? And uh, you're consistently going, oh, I don't really like that counter. I know we just bought it and we spent half a million dollars or a million dollars, but I don't really like the counter. So it's, it's pricey, and it uh, pushes demand, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, one analyst thinks Amazon's going to go up another 30%. You gotta love that if you're Amazon, right? Twenty five twenty-five. What a price target. Two thousand five hundred twenty-five dollars is the price target. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Thanks for listening to the show. Today is one of those days where you kind of ponder where you're coming from and you start thinking about what did it take to get this far? And where exactly are we, right? So we look at the data on what the Federal Reserve is doing. Will the Fed raise interest rates? Won't they? Caution out there today as investors continue to digest the rate hike decisions. Um, Those are pretty powerful. And what's interesting about it is a lot of people don't talk about the exponential angle of it. Going from 1% to 2% is what? 100% move, roughly? Going from 75 basis points to 150 basis points, right? Now it's starting to get to the point where it's going to slow down. Slightly positive, as they won't have as much materially effect. material effect. What will they say about next rate hike in December? Right? And so we're starting to look forward to the direction that we're going to be going. Not necessarily exponentially impacted. Communication stocks are outperforming today, particularly Apple. They were initiated with an outperform rating by J.P. Morgan. The consensus of what I'm hearing is that the phones are expensive. And it's kind of an act of a monopoly. I'm not going to say a monopoly. I own shares of Apple. But it's kind of not cool to be raising prices when you dominate the market. That's kind of not cool if you're a social person like Bernie Sanders. If you're a capitalist, you're like, woo <clears throat> this is good news if you're an investor in the company. And if not, then you might have an issue, right? And if you have four kids buy Apple phones, and the average cost now is $600 per phone or $800 per phone or $1,000 per phone, it could be a big hit, especially when you see how kids handle phones <laughs> as if they're baseballs. Um, so there's a big, I almost want to say, take a break today and watch a little bit of the Brett Kavanaugh and Christine Blasey Ford. There's a little bit of a moment of truth out there going on. And I don't know if you can eyeball it better than I can, but it's going to be interesting to see how America responds to this one. You might remember that Judge Bork was trying to be confirmed 
into uh, uh, Supreme Court back in the 80s, 90s. I want to say late 80s, but I'm not 100% positive that. Could have been early 90s. <clears throat> and he got shot down basically for implications of smoke marijuana. All right. Now, all right. Now that we got 10 plus states that have legalized marijuana, would you still get shot down? Um, now that we're a little bit more tolerant, we don't have a quote unquote war on drugs going on. We do, but it's not as publicly Nancy Reagan driven. So guess who's afraid right now to talk to Trump? It's Japan. They're like, dude, you've got a trade war going on with Canada, and you've got a trade war going on with the EU, and you've got a trade war going on with China. So Tokyo is wary of entering trade talks with the United States because right now it's our way or the highway. And to err on the side of respect, it's Japan's been resistant to a free trade deal agreement with the United States, but you know, uh, faced with the threat of harsh tariffs, the Japan appears to have changed their mind. So Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and President Donald Trump agreed to start trade negotiations on Wednesday in a move that will likely shield Tokyo from Trump's proposed 25% duty on imported Japanese vehicles and automotive parts. A lot of Americans will buy Toyota trucks or Toyota cars because there's so many of them on the road. It makes the parts cheaper. Toyota's um, pretty well known for keeping the cost of parts a little bit more honest. You know, they're not trying to sell you a $40,000 vehicle and then make all their money on the parts on top of it. That's kind of what the thought is out there. Paint down student loans versus saving for retirement. How do you prioritize? Um, I kind of wish I would have started saving when I was, you know, had my first job scooping ice cream. But at that point in time, I was just excited to, you know, make, gosh, I want to say five and a quarter an hour. Paying down student loans and saving for retirement are two competing goals. It feels good to pay off a vehicle, only to get into a car crash the next day, right? It would pay good. It would feel good to pay down student loans. I've got mortgages in my house. Do I want to be mortgage free? Not really. My parents did because the word mortgage, you know, it comes from a different time when you go back one or two generations, and you had the king seize people's lands. But we've got land rights in the United States, pretty established. So it's not as stressful to pay off your mortgage sooner rather than later, especially since it's a low-cost vehicle of borrowing lots and lots of money. If your student loan balances are high and you have a long time until retirement, you can try to decide between the two. But if, you know, I've got friends that went back to college in their 40s and racked up student debt. Then you have to make that decision of now we only have 20 years to recover or to invest versus 40 years when you're coming out of college. So it all comes down to you have to evaluate rates. There's no right answer until we see what you have in front of you as far as costs go, as far as your budget goes, as far as your inheritance goes. And, and I think that's important for you to know. There's no bullet answer. There's no Tony Robbins seminar you know, that's going to give you all the keys to life because they don't know you. So that's out there today. Which one do you pay off? As interest rates march higher... It's going to create a situation where borrowing costs move higher, especially if your student loan or your adjustable rate mortgage is tied towards prime. So know that next year is not going to be as easy as this year, unless you got a big unless you got a raise comparable to interest rates moving. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to chat about, we can chat. Five myths that are out there tied towards your job. 
That's probably something we should talk a little bit more about on occasion. I see some crazy instances of people just mismanaging their, their, their stories. For instance, I got an email that I think is a bit of a myth. How can I, with the permission of my mom, get my mom's name off her property without purchasing it? She's 94 years old, and her house has a $200,000 debt of reverse mortgage. If left alone after the debt is paid back to the bank, the state of California wants to claim the house as she has been on Medicare and medical uh, issues for 30-plus years. The house is worth $500,000 $600,000. I don't believe there will be anything left after the state of California and the bank get done collecting the property. The question is, how can I screw the banks and screw California and not go to jail? If you really want to play with that game, look for a real estate attorney. His name's Saul Goodman or something along those lines. Better call Saul. I'd be very, very cautious. This late in the game, change the title of anything. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So a lot going on in this segment. First and foremost, um, I went to a doctor recently because I had a mole that kind of got bloody and I was like, that can't be good. I'm not one of those people who go to Google and search, you know, moles that bleed. I was thinking skin cancer, right? As you get older, you think that can't be good. And you go, how big was it last year? And you you start forgetting. So I went to the doctor and said, no problem. But look at those things on your face. You call it like a keratosis or something, advanced scaly keratosis. I'm like, what do you mean those things? And he said, you got two things side by side that are like really dry, really dry compared to the rest of your face. My face is beautiful. It's very supple. It's very, very moist. I'm, I'm like a, a, a succulent baby pig. Um, but he, he, I got an appointment for later in October to do a full skin check. And they're like, do you care if you have a male or female? I'm like, you know. And I was like, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't do something. Like, it's been a while. Like, no, no, no. But they're going to look at it. And that day, I was like, I should get some moisturizer. Maybe it's just dry skin. I looked up the very, very best moisturizers. I did get on Google for that. See, I don't go out to Google for bloody malls, but I do go to Google and Amazon to figure out best moisturizers, right? Great googly moogly. And the next day, Amazon magically had it at my house. It's kind of made me a little bit lazy, huh? <laughs> like, now again, if I had to go to CVS and buy moisturizer, <laughs> there is a good chance... It ain't going to happen. I just don't like CVS. I feel like, you know, the, the old TV show, America's Most Wanted. I feel like if you go into CVS, you're going to find someone from America's Most Wanted. We found him. It's Elvis. You know, and Elvis will be a cashier or something. But right next to him will be like Ted Bundy or something. And you're like, is he even alive? I don't even know. But uh, I don't, yes, yeah, so I don't like retailing. Oh, especially, especially drug retailers like Rite Aid, Walgreens, and CVS. But anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about my worst radio guests, because I recently talked about some of my best radio guests. Um, two of my worst. Um, Charlie Murphy. I know you're saying, Eddie Murphy's brother? He was hilarious on The Chappelle Show. He was he was hilarious on The Chappelle Show. I don't think he really wanted to talk on a business radio kind of angle. And, you know, I, I write down questions. I'm like, so how has YouTube changed your career? 
And back then, a lot of comedians were bitter because you could see all my stuff on free for free on YouTube, right? But now it's turned into you're, you could be, you know, sixty years old. You could be like Norm Macdonald, and people can find all your best jokes from the past and like kind of reinvent yourself from you know thirty years of not notoriety from when you were notorious. But Charlie Murphy, he wasn't funny. He wouldn't play along with anything. I was like, it was. How was the Murphy family hold? Were, were two Murphys too much for your dad? Did he did he have hair? Like I, that's not a question. But he goes, yeah, my dad had hair. Um, what's it like having your brother with Rod? Did you go on that tour? Because that, that Raw tour, I remember that, that comedically in high school or college, whatever it was. Um, that, that those other clothes and he goes, I didn't go. Um. Okay. Okay. So. Um, Saturday Night Live, it, 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 you know, did you ever want to follow in the, your brother's footsteps? No. <laughs> you kind of on one radio, you kind of want the person to say a little bit more. Maybe. Maybe. Second worst, and I think the biggest loser of it all was Janine Garofalo. Um, I clearly grew up in the, you know, the 80s, early 90s. You know, that was the time to do comedy shows and stuff. And MTV was pretty big, and Janine Garofalo at one point in time was kind of a, a sexy leading lady in rom-coms. And I was kind of excited to talk to her, because I remember there was a character, there was a, a bit that she did. Her, her humor was very sarcastic. And maybe I should prep better for comedians. Maybe I should change my, my angles. But if you listen to the show, you know that I have a comedian on every Christmas, and we have you know two hours of nothing but laughing and peeing in our pants. Um, Will Durst. But Janine Graffalo comes on and I go, um, you know, do you remember that skit that you did in stand-up about, you know, going to a, a renaissance fair and seeing someone wearing like a, a, a watch that was a swatch that they clearly didn't have hundreds and hundreds of years ago? And, and you kind of called it out. It was kind of funny. And it was later used in a movie. They actually wrote that you know, stand-up skit into a movie. Um, how's it kind of feel to have like uh, comedy work on two different levels? It's good. I'm like, oh, no, not another Charlie Murphy. Um, but because I kind of believe in capitalism and she's very liberal, I think there was a clash there because my effort was nothing but, you know, I, I love comedians and I, I love you. And, you know, you were a big part of my life growing up and you were in this movie and that movie. And like, and then they just be quiet. <laughs> You're like, not that, not that, not that. Not that engaging. Sorry that you had to get up at seven. I know you're going to work till midnight tonight. I get it. Come on, you can do better than that. Exactly. I miss Mr. T. And here's a question for you: Dead or alive? I don't know. I'm going to assume alive, but I don't know. No more Mr. Knife Guy. I kind of remember that he had like Lance Armstrong kind of cancer, like it was everywhere. But I don't know if I'm remembering incorrectly. I'm getting senile in my old age. What are you talking you know, about, fool? I started this segment talking about moles and going to see a doctor. And everyone should see a doctor every two years. But you should also try to figure out insurance. I was talking to a friend yesterday and trying to figure out insurance. Uh, he says his wife sends two hours a day on the phone. I'm like, well, you are using a lot of insurance if that's the case. And there's some truth to that. He's kind of one of those medically um, challenged people that's always you know, coughing and getting stuff looked at, coming from a guy who just had a mole looked at. But um, I started the segment a little bit talking about, you know, getting cream and stuff like that in one day from Amazon. But now Home Depot is going to roll out express delivery to 35 markets. I've looked in the past before when I needed a generator or I needed a, a power washer. 
I'm like, I'm going to see how long it home to you. Oh, it's in-store delivery. If you want to drive 55 miles uh, north of, of, of Sacramento, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm not even – I'm 100 miles from Sacramento. So you're talking 155 miles? Yeah. So Home Depot just didn't feel like they had it to me. And it's gotten better. In-store delivery, actually in your neighborhood on these three models. But if you want one of the you know the best-selling models, you got to go – So anyway, Home Depot is matching steps with changing customer preferences. company recently rolled out express delivery options for more than 20,000 qualifying items to 35 major metros in the United States. And they're the big ones. They're, they're the ones that you hear about on a regular basis. Um, and I don't know, like you're saying, well, well Bob, I live in Timbuktu. That doesn't, why are you doing this story? It's just the changing face of retail. You know, Amazon's opening physical stores. It'll be interesting to watch how well they design them because Apple's pretty famous at this point in time for the Apple store. At a time when other people were pulling back from physical retail, they're going into physical retail. And it... I don't do a lot of consumer checks, but every time I go into that mall, uh, Apple stores always have, you know, 200 people in them. And I work in television news, and it's kind of sad and kind of pathetic to say this, but uh, when you see criminals come into a store and rob, these days they're not going into jewelry stores with a mask on their face, and Mr. T's going to chase them with a a semi-automatic rifle in a van with with, uh, George Papard. No way, fool. The A-team doesn't really exist. But when they did, it was always like smash and grab jewelry. Now it's smash and grab iPhones. Pretty crazy, huh? Eh? So it kind of makes sense. Well, anyway, you, anytime they show a video of it, like uh, the security footage, there's typically 20 to 40 people just standing around like, what's going on? I wonder if this is a theater. I wonder if this is a mystery uh, murder thing that we're going to have to guess later. They're just watching criminals like smash and grab iPhones and watches and iPads and Macs. And the the typical Palo Alto shoppers like, I wonder if this is a, a mystery dinner theater. I'm surprised more people don't get involved is what it comes down to. The newly launched service at a Home Depot. Um, they're trying to do delivery options for do-it-yourselfers and pro customers. And they're going to invest $1.2 billion the next five years to boost delivery options. And again, we're living in a society where we don't even have to leave anymore. Skin cream, it comes to you. If I need a couple hammers and a couple uh, bottles of paint, it'll come to me. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I saw a great headline the other day, and it just, it just, it, it kind of reflects America to me right now. And I have a very low self-opinion, and I'm going through a little bit of depression on it, you know, with where we are. But it was on Bill Cosby, America's dad... Uh, violent sexual predator. And you're like, well, that about says it all. Remember when you were growing up and it was like Beaver? And, well, Beaver, we need to have a talk later today. Okay, Dad, I didn't mean to throw the baseball through the neighbor's window. Well, you go to your room and we'll talk later. So that was America's dad when I was growing up. Now America's dad is a violent sexual attacker. Lovely, right? And this is what our kids are going to hear. You know, it must be rough on playgrounds these days. How about a pudding? <laughs> you think Bill Cosby's going to be asked about putting in jail? Oh, I think he might. Ooh. I don't even know what that means. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Uh, don't be shy. The Kavanaugh hearing's going live right now. And one of the things I used to say about Clarence Thomas when he had his inquiries in front of Congress, um, the Anita Hill examination, cross-examination, I said, I bet it's the first time America's ever realized there's nine Supreme Court justices. 
and there is a civics lessons to be learned in this. So maybe it's something you could sit down with your kids and say, let's talk about this from a civic standpoint. I don't know. I certainly don't have the answers. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Hello. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Stocks are rising as the dollar climbs to two-week highs. If you turn on your CNBC, CNN, Fox News, you can watch live testimony of a Supreme Court nominee's kind of review. It's a tough one to explain to kids what's on the news. The Kavanaugh hearings. I don't know. Some people just don't even turn on the news anymore. So Ford says, she thought Kavanaugh was going to kill me. Um, Christine Blasey Ford. She said, the assault is seared in her memory. I don't think you want the kids watching that the more I start thinking about that. Just could be me. But I think that's going to be one that doesn't cause nightmares, but it's a tough one to process and explain. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, You can always find me online, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um. Anita Hill is blasting the Senate GOP. Man, some of these these things from our past. It's Judgment Day, right? Goldman Sachs is considered to be one of the best investment banks of all time. Goldman Sachs is considered to be a pearl of an investment over time. But it's taken about 10 years to recover their reputation of their brand. Once called a great... Vampire squid in the depths of the financial crisis. Goldman Sachs' image is finally starting to get a little bit better, where Americans would feel proud to work at the Wall Street giant as opposed to embarrassed. That's kind of an interesting concept, right? Right now, if you work at Facebook and you're at a dinner party this weekend, someone says, where do you work? And you say, Facebook. Oh, you got you guys are the guys that, that's, that the Russians. You know, people know kind of one half of a third of the story. That's fair to say. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Investors are pumping more money into TV measurement startups, hoping to stop Facebook and Google from stealing the $70 billion TV market. Um, Google, man, it's kind of a game changer in my opinion. Uh, As far as the way kids are watching TV today. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Facebook has a former security chief who lives in my hometown. And uh, his name's Alex Stamos. And he recently kind of left kind of in a dramatic way, it feels. Don't assume that I know anything. But he's saying out there today that it would be foolish to expect WhatsApp to remain largely revenue-free after Facebook paid $19 billion for the messaging service. It followed a scathing interview with WhatsApp co-founder Brian Acton. Stamos said he wasn't picking sides, however. He said 
there are people I respect on both sides of this argument. But a lot of what Facebook does, it's kind of like, do you remember the, the evil empire feel that Microsoft had in the 90s and early 2000s? Within a year, it's like we're feeling that Facebook's kind of like the evil empire. You know, they, they violate our, our privacy. They, they sell our data. So every time you put up a picture of you skiing, that could be going to every action sports company in the United States. You know, we have a basic responsibility to protect people's data. And if we can't do that, then we don't deserve to have the opportunity to serve people. Am I right? They've kind of turned into kind of the evil empire, like almost. They, 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 <laughs> Mark Zucker, this year in Star Wars Episode Nine, Darth Vader will be played by Mark Zuckerberg. Mark, take it away. <sighs> If you look at their campuses, it doesn't look like a Death Star, but it's kind of dumpy in a funny way. Um, that part of Menlo Park, it's it's very, very flat, and it's, it's on the bay, so it's kind of marshy. Uh, they say it won't be a good place to be in case of an earthquake. But the campuses are beautiful, but they're, you can't not look and see power lines and marsh. And uh, is it the lovely Golden Gate Bridge they're looking over? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Is it the the Bay Bridge, which has its own splinter? No, 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 no. <coughs> it's the Dumbarton Bridge. Probably the ugliest bridge in America. Unofficially titled by me. Only because it's, so, it's so marshy and it smells bad. So. Anyhow, I'm, I'm totally digressing, aren't I? Yes. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond is slumping today. There was a point in time in the 90s where I owned Bed Bath & Beyond, and this is a good investment lesson. It went up and up and up, as Sammy Hagar would say. It's going higher and higher. And it, when it, it had 19 straight quarters of revenue growth. I was like, whoa, 20, 20, 20. And then kind of Amazon kind of – something happened to them to, to cause them to derail a bit. But it just, I remember it fondly. I remember back in the days when I actually owned Bed Bath & Beyond. Honey, I need a new pillow. Let's go to Bed Bath & Beyond this weekend. Okay, honey, let's get you a new pillow. Oddly, both of my, my partners in this example sound very, very masculine. And I don't know if that's a, a take on I just can't do feminine impressions or not. But anyway, uh, MasterCard's up today after BMO Capital Markets initiated coverage with an outperform rating. McCormick, a big spice company, down 5.3% today after reporting third quarter earnings. You know the number of spices in America? We used to have like four in the 20s in our home. And then in the 50s, it went up to like 20. Now we're up to 80 to 100 spices. Plays into McCormick's end. No. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.